0: Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Steven, and this is a bonus episode. It's a bonus. It's a special episode from me to you, the listener of the queue. So let me tell you what you're getting here, folks. See, I got this thing. It's called a Patreon. And if you are a member of my Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, you have instant access to another podcast. It's another podcast I do, and it's called Cleverly, My Other Podcast. <laughs> you're, isn't that funny? Anyway, this podcast releases, well, every Saturday. I was going to say four times a month, but every Saturday, you might have more than four Saturdays a month. Every Saturday, every week, you're going to get this podcast, and it's It's a bit like Just Another Fanboy. It's slightly different in the fact that I'm not only talking about comic books. I talk about my week. I might talk about what's coming up on Just Another Fanboy. I might talk about other things. Just whatever strikes my fancy. It's typically recorded the day before it's released, whereas Just Another Fanboy is often recorded days and even weeks in advance. And again, you can get it for just a dollar a month and that's over at patreon.com slash steven r or okay i'm done selling it i'm gonna play just a little like a little bass fill here just a little do something some kind of transitional tone some kind of transition some kind of thing that will let you know that just another fanboy has ended and my other podcast has begun let's do that let's do that now well, maybe not absolutely right now, because there's one small piece of information I left out. This episode of my other podcast that you're listening right now that is being released as a bonus episode of Just Another Fanboy on Saturday, January the 25th, it's current. This is the same episode I have released through my Patreon, just without all this preamble, Just Another Fanboy, Bohemia credited de that I have at the beginning. Everything after the little flibbity flap, the little dinkity donk, whatever I use as a transitional instrumental blippity blop, that is the entire episode that was released to my group over on the Patreon. Let's listen to it now. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? Well, one is really heavy, and the other one, well, it's a little lighter. Hello! (coughs) Wow! Woo! Getting off to a great start here today on my other podcast. My name is Steven. How's it go? Is it going good? Good. So I didn't want to do this this week, but guess what? It's time to talk about the weather. (laughs) Yes, folks, for the third weekend in a row, we are having a winter weather advisory here in Kansas. Seriously, I'm not joking around. I mean, honestly, it's actually... Today, again, I'm recording this Friday as I did last week. The week before last, I recorded on Thursday, I think. No, did I record on Friday? No, I recorded. I don't remember. I think last week I, you know what? It doesn't matter. But it's Friday today as I record this. There is snow on the ground. It is below freezing. I don't know if there's anything else coming today, but just like last Friday and the Friday before last, my kids don't have school. Three weekends in a row, those little punks got a three-day weekend because of some freaking frozen water flakes falling from the sky. But I'm not jealous. I'm not upset much. And, hey, that's my weather report from sunny Kansas. But it's been kind of uh, We've had some winter weather all week this week. In fact, when you get... All right, so... I'm, I'm ahead when it comes to Just Another Fanboy. I've got both episodes ready and scheduled and ready to go for next week and both episodes the week after. So four episodes. I'm two weeks. I'm four, four episodes ahead. In one of those episodes, is uh, it, it's about Wonder Woman, Dead Earth, issue number one. I think that's coming next week. I feel like Monday is Lost in Space Thursday is Wonder Woman, Dead Earth. Then, then the week after, Monday is, well, I'm not quite 100%. I think Monday, the next Monday, I, I know I did a, I recorded an episode talking about a book that I have been listening to. It's called The Blade Itself by Joe Abercrombie. And then the la- the second episode of the week after next is about digital comics. Well, it's supposed to be about digital comics versus published books physical books but you'll be the judge anyway when i was editing the wonder woman episode when i recorded wonder woman i was sitting of course in the car and frozen it was sleeting and there are moments in the episode if you turn it up loud enough and there's enough space between words you can hear the sleet falling on the car so that's fun right A little insider information Matter of fact, if you listen carefully to this, you may be able to hear the sound of snow falling off of my car in big chunks because I keep hearing it. Because I think it's, it is starting to get a, just a bit above freezing. I don't know why I keep talking about weather, but weather is the name of the game right now, folks, because it's that time of year. I woke up the other morning with a very strange song in my head. Have you ever just woken up? with a song in your head and it's just there all day long and you have no idea how it got there and you start thinking about, well, what was I watching on TV before I went to bed? What was I doing yesterday where I might've encountered that song? There have been times like the other day I woke up with, uh, well, it's it's supposed to be a Janis Joplin song. Baby, give me a little, little piece of your heart now. Baby. I woke up with that in my head, except it wasn't that version because I had fallen asleep watching 30 Rock. And they had a a storyline going throughout one of the seasons in which Jenna was starring in a version of Janis Joplin's story, but they couldn't get the life rights and they couldn't get the rights to the music. And she ended up being called uh, Jackie Jump or something like that. (laughs) But she did one of Janis Joplin's songs on TGS, but since they couldn't get the rights to the song, Jack had to quickly rewrite the lyrics. And so she was singing, uh, take another little chunk of my lung now, baby. And so I woke up with that song in my head all day, but that's not the song I was referring to when I originally brought this subject up because that made sense. As I was going throughout my day and that song was rolling through my head, I was thinking, well, of course I was watching that episode when I fell asleep, but a few days later, I wake up with a different song in my head, and I'm still, to this day, I can't figure out where it came from. Because I I can only assume that maybe I was looking up something online and I ran into these characters, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because I was in the shower and suddenly my head starts going, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell. Turtle Power. That was just over and over and over in my head. And I couldn't for the life of me figure out where it came from. And I can only assume that maybe at some point I ran maybe I was on comixology and cause I see their books on comixology all the time. And just seeing the name just dug a little spur into my head and it spewed out. It just leaked out, trickled out overnight, just bubbled, just little 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 trickles and bubbles into my ear, and then when I woke up, that was in my head. So I be- I was singing that all day in my head. But I think that's kind of weird, don't you? Hey, if you are a member of my mailing list, I sent out a new newsletter on Friday. For a long time there, I was sending out a newsletter every Friday, and I entitled it, Let Me Clear My Throat. And it was just what was going on in my life, how, you know, my writing, stuff I was reading. It was bas- It was almost like the the podcast in written form. But I couldn't keep up with that. I did it for quite a long time. I mean there was a number of months. It was it was quite a long time I was putting out a an email every week. And then I kind of backed off. And this week I thought I, I need to I want to put out try to start putting out a regular email again. At the same time I want to start writing again regularly. And I know I've talked about this before and I, I look back at the stuff that I've I've started but haven't finished and the the idea for a more epic fantasy story based on then a penguin walked in is just, man, I can't think of that word. When you when you freaking put stuff on meat, liquid, and then you let it sit there and sit in the fridge all day before you grill it. I can't think of that word. Um, wow. Here's, here's, here's how my brain works. While I'm, I'm thinking of that word and the only two words that pop into my head are monetize and memorial. Marinade. Bam. Marinade, Yay. So the idea of creating a more epic version of Then a Penguin Walked In, you know, a more epic fantasy tale, it's been marinating in my brain for a number of months. It's not quite ready to come out, however. I have certain things worked out in my brain. I know kind of how I want the book to start. I know a little bit how I want some stuff to happen. I, I know some, some obstacles and some conflicts that I want to happen in the middle, but I haven't that key idea. They're, they're basically, it's just going to sit there and, and marinade in my brain until that there, there, there's the key. The key hasn't hit me yet. The twist, the key, the thing, the hook, the thing has not just went boom and shot an electric lightning bolt thing through my head and made me go, Eureka! and then just start writing. I need that. Because right now, all I have is a basic premise. I have more specific ideas as far as story points and plot points and scenes and how to get from one place to another and that kind of thing. But I haven't quite come up with the overall theme And I always like to try to, to a certain extent, have an idea in my head about how it's going to end before I start. Because I want to try to do this like I did with um, In the Dead of the Night, where I had it all mapped out before I actually started. I had basically wrote a paragraph or two for each chapter. This is what's going to happen in this chapter. And then because of that, this is what's going to happen in the next chapter and so on and so on. And so when I actually sat down and really started writing that, I knew exactly how many chapters there were. I knew where all the story points were going to be or all the beats hit and all that. And I made a couple changes as I was writing, but it felt like a more rewarding experience. I felt like I wrote something a little bit better than I had previously just writing in that fashion. But I can't start that until, until it just pops into my brain. But I I feel like I'm thinking about it constantly. Whenever I am having a quiet moment, that's running through my head. Okay, so we know that Dominic works at a fast food place, and we know that he is going to get from our world to the other world. And originally it was because of this, and I really like that idea, but I want this to happen. But I also want, want more to happen in the real world before he gets over, and I want it to be more of an accident maybe, or... Accidentally on purpose. You know, it's, I, again, that's kind of what's going through my head right now. And I'm, little ideas are popping up and I'm mulling them over and dismissing them. And uh, I, I really haven't gotten to the point yet where I'm actually starting to write anything down. But I want to get back to at least writing something in a weekly fashion. So the one thing that leaped to mind there is a character that my buddy Harold came up with. He he draws this picture and he sends it to me and he goes, we need to do a comic book about this guy. And it was a dude leaping through the air wearing a big puffy, like mascot style pinata outfit. And he's holding a bat. And he had written, you know, he'd used this fancy font to write like the mighty pinata or something like that. And so then the two of us started talking about his origin and who he was and why he's dressed up like a pinata and does, is he going to have powers? Is he not going to have powers? You know, why, you know, what's his purpose? What's, what's his thing? And so I started scripting out an origin story, which we did, we did create, it's out there online. I'll, maybe I'll put the, I'll put the link in the show notes, but I had started writing more of the, con- cause we were going to do a whole comic book. And I had started with the origin, which led into how the story actually opens up. And I really liked the way it, I didn't want to do just, it's like, you know, you got to have the origin in there. But there are different ways you can go about doing it. You can start off the book where the hero is already established. They're in the middle of an adventure, typically maybe their first adventure. And then at some point during that adventure, they go, how did I get myself into this? How did this all happen? And then you get a flashback and you get their origin. Or you can just simply start straight from the beginning and have them be your average Joe on the street, and then something happens, and just go tell their entire story linearly lolly blah blue beef You know what I'm saying? I didn't mean to use such a big word. I don't want to confuse anybody. That, you know, us writers have to use those big words. But I chose to uh do a flashback first and then get into the story. Basically, you get the guy you get the guy's origin. Well, actually, no, that's not how I did it. Let me think now, because it's been a while since I've looked at the script. Because in what we put out there, he uh, a woman is sitting on a park bench waiting for a bus, and then he just he's just there. He just comes and sits next to her, and then he just starts talking to her as if she asks she's asking him, you know, why are you a pinata? He just starts talking to him as if they have been talking this entire time, and he tells his story. And then, okay, now I remember. And then it goes from there. What was going to happen? It was go fr- going to go from there to a quick little, like maybe one or two page scene that kind of introduces our bad guys. And I had created these bad guys that they, they were called the Crustacean Conglomerate. And they end up having different names because the one thing that always sticks in my head from my youth reading comics, and I'm reading these right now, Captain America had, he, he goes up against a group called the Serpent Society and they're all serpent based Supervillains. Well, this is a group. They're not supervillains. They're more of a militant terrorist organization. They're like Cobra, but their theme is crustaceans. And the guy who is in charge is is he's he's lobster themed. No, no, no. He's king. He's king crab. That's who he is. And then the lower level are the prawns, and they were called the crustacean conglomerate. And that they that changes because yeah, you'd have to read it anyway. Um, so it goes from there to the piñata who's now sitting in a diner and he's in the middle of telling a guy next to him at the bar in a diner he's up at the counter he's in the middle of telling him his origin story so then you're kind of establishing the fact that he just he just goes up to rant wherever he's at if he's sitting next to whoever just some random person he just starts telling them their or his origin story and then the the waitress comes and makes him stop and all this and anyway i had all that already written out i had a lot of it written out And then as what normally happens between Harold and I, because we never have enough time to do much of anything, and his side of it takes so much longer than my side of it. There's so much more that an artist has to do than what a writer has to do. Not to belittle what the writer has to do. It's just that our job doesn't take as long as the artist's job. We can tell a story quicker. So we did the origin, and then we kind of stopped. And then we moved on to other things. And then I decided at one point well, I should just freaking start writing this. I should do this prose-wise, yo. And so I started posting weekly the Mighty Pinata stories. And I didn't start with the origin this time, but I took it to a point. I don't remember how far I got into it. Not all that far, but I took it to a point where there was a cliffhanger. And I said, all right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to pause here. I'm going to take a month off and then come back. So I was doing it, and like, I was serializing it in seasons. And then I just never went back. And that was almost two years ago. And I want to get back to it, because I really enjoyed writing that character. There were certain chapters. I remember there was there was a particular chapter I wrote that had to do with, because because the pinata ends up in a hospital. That's where most of this is going to take place, is in this hospital. And he ends up in this hospital next to somebody who is basically in a head-to-toe body cast. And we don't know who they are. And so I wrote this chapter. I, I had a week where I had to write a chapter and I didn't, I wasn't quite sure how to continue the story at that point. So I just wrote the chapter about the person in the body cast, how they, their, their story about how they got in the body cast. And at the time, it doesn't really have anything to do with the story, but I had so much fun writing it. I just love writing chapters like that, that just this, exploration of some little minor character and then anyway I just really had a lot of fun writing these these chapters. And so I want to come back I want to I want to come back and and continue the story but it's been so long that I kind of feel like I have to be back in there I have to be immersed back in the story. So I'm going to with, with Friday's, with yesterday's newsletter, I put chapter one in the newsletter. And so then the coming weeks, if you're a member of my newsletter, you're going to get those chapters. And once all the previous chapters have been released through the newsletter, then I'm going to, I'm going to put them online as I continue to write the story. If that makes any sense at all. I don't know, maybe like four or five chapters in, maybe I'll get, I'll be a the The newsletter will be a a month ahead of everybody else, but you know if you're not a member of my newsletter, you can go to stephenriles and click on the little thing that says you want a free book because you're going to get a free ebook digital copy of The Adventures of Norman Oklahoma if you sign up for my newsletter. So that's going on. Uh, snow is just falling out of trees right now. It must have. It must have. The temperature must have raised, risen, risen, jumped up above freezing. I don't know. I got a nice little, I got this. uh, So my my new car, which is old, it's a 2008 Honda Pilot. And I've already had to have the uh, alternator replaced. And just recently after the first ice storm, I woke up and there's a nice long crack in the bottom of my windshield. So I got to get that replaced. But it's got something that, no other car I've ever owned has ever had. Well, our van has it, but it's got a thermometer. And so I can see what the temperature is outside at all times when the car is on. And it's accurate. At least it is compared to my weather app. My weather app always says the same temperature. Let's let's turn the car and let's see what the temperature is. It is 32 degrees outside. So it's right at freezing. I finished Akira. That is such a good book. Akira, if you haven't read it, I urge you to. I'm really, I'm I'm just so pumped to start reading the rest of them because I've read the first two volumes probably three or four times over the last 10 years and have just never had the chance. Because I'll, the problem with checking stuff out of the library is if they're not all available at the same time, it's going to take, it's going to be, It could be months and months and months between volumes, depending on who might be, if somebody might be checking it out. You might get volume one and then three people have volume two reserved. So it might be three months before you read volume two. And then it might be another six months before you read volume three. And at some point you get to a volume and it's been so long since you've read the last one that you can't quite remember everything that kind of happened and so you feel like you have, maybe it's just me, but you feel like you have to go back and read them again. And so you're, ah, I don't even want to read this third volume because I I, I don't remember much of what happened in volume one and volume two. So I'll just wait a while and I'll start it all over again. And I've done that three or four times. So I got to get volume two as soon as possible. And even if the stars aligned and all the volumes were available at the same time, and I could check them out all at the same time, there's no way I'm going to read them all in the amount of time it takes before I have to get them back to the library. But hopefully, I can get in there and check out like volume, you know, at least two, three, and four. Get those read, and then get five and six. I I, I would like to buy them eventually, and maybe I will. Maybe I'll. I'll maybe if if we get. Uh, Maybe if we get some money back from taxes this year, maybe I'll, I'll purchase them. We did get money back last year from federal, but we owed state. First time ever. First time ever I owed money. First time ever. <sighs> I'm not going to get into that. So that's my week. A lot of gray, cold, wet, frozen weather. I'm almost done. Well, I'm on the third book of this trilogy I've been listening to. Again, you're going to hear me talk about book one in a couple of weeks on Just Another Fanboy. I haven't, I decided not to record anything for book two. So that means I'm probably not going to record anything for book three. But it's, it's, I used to read a lot of fantasy novels growing up. That's when it came to prose Books. That's what I read, fantasy novels, and then the occasional Star Wars book. And then at some point, I, w- I was introduced. I mean, I knew that Stephen King was a thing, but I never really read his stuff because his books were always, I. you know, I just always figured he was a horror guy, and I never really liked horror. But he's he does have horror books, but he's got a lot of stuff that's not, it's not quite, it's not like Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. That's not the type of horror we're talking about. His, He is just a, he. he's one of my heroes when it comes to writing, Stephen King. A pause there for the sound of the train, if you can hear it or not, I don't know. I always say I'm not going to say anything about the sound of the train, but sometimes if I feel if I end up pausing because of it and you can't hear the sound of the train when the end up when the recording ends up coming out, I feel like I have to say something. But anyway, what was I saying? What was I talking about? Oh, so yeah, fantasy books. And then at one point I start reading some Stephen King and then I just started reading through Stephen King was my gateway to books that were not fantasy or sci-fi, sci-fi fantasy. You know, started reading stuff like, um, started reading Westerns and Dean Koontz stuff like that. But I haven't read a new fantasy book in a while, with the exception of the Dresden Files. You can consider them, they're urban fantasy. And then last year, I think it was, I read the Mistborn Books by Brandon Sanderson. Well, I listened to them, Listen to the audiobooks. Those were really good. And then now I'm reading the First Law trilogy or listening to the First Law trilogy by Joe Abercrombie. Now, these are good freaking fantasy books. These remind me, I guess I did read most of the Game of Thrones. I never have finished that. But they remind me a lot of Game of Thrones because they're what, um, they're what they refer to as grimdark. This is something I'd never heard of before. It's a, it's a genre, a fantasy genre, grimdark, which means they cuss, there's sex in it. But it's to me, it also means it's it's just more, more real. It's a more real world. It's dirty as far as not as in smutty, And it is, it can be smutty. There are moments. And it, there is a lot of cut. There is a lot of cussing in it, but it's it's just grimy and dirty and in the dirt and muddy and dark and and uh, it makes me feel like. And I think I say this in the episode when you're going to hear it in a couple of weeks. It makes me feel like that's that's how it used to be back in the medieval days, or you know. Whereas some fantasy, you know, the more highborn fantasy, just seems a lot more clean, a little more radiant. This seems more down to earth, though there is magical elements to it. And the guy who reads this book, I think his name is Stephen Pacey. Oh, my gosh. If you've ever listened to the to the uh, Harry Potter books narrated by Jim Dale, you know how wonderful that guy is. He does all these different so many different voices. And it's just so good. Well, this guy is the same way. Each character has their own unique voice. It's crazy. It's crazy how somebody can do that. And I keep meaning to look him up to see if he's been in movies or or crap because I, I can't I can't imagine he's not do he I know he's got to be doing other stuff. obviously, he's not only doing audio books, but I want to see what else this guy's doing because he's so i I'm enjoying this book. I don't know if I would be enjoying it as much if I was just reading it. However, I don't know if my brain would have interpreted these characters the way his voice does. But I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm about 20% in the third book, the audio book. I'm reading it through uh, Libby, through my library. And apparently he's got other fantasy books out there. So I don't know when I finish this, if I'm going to continue on with more of his books or if I'm going to try to find something else. But I haven't been listening to any podcasts because of audio books. It's like you have to have this, this trade-off. I still subscribe to all these shows. I'm not downloading any episodes, however, because then that would take up all this space on my phone. But I can go into my my podcast provider and I can see all these shows that have 18 episodes, 20 episodes, 40 episodes. And it's just like, Ugh, I'll get back to these someday, maybe. Because sometimes you get sick of something and you, you, you want to switch it up. But right now, audiobooks is where I'm going. And... The problem with listening to an audiobook from a guy who is just overly exceptional at the narration is it it makes it very hard to pick your next audiobook because if that narrator is not at the level of the previous narrator, I don't even want to listen. Get about a paragraph in and you're like, "Nope. I'm sure this guy would have been fine had I not listened, had I not just been listening to this other guy, but nope." Say so then you got to cleanse your palate, as it were, and then uh, then that means I'd probably end up going back to podcasts for a while because there's stuff out there, you know, the Old West, the the Legends of the Old West podcast. I'm getting way behind on it. They're doing a, uh, I think he's st- I think he's back to Jesse James, but then he does another podcast called Infamous America, and he's doing Billy the Kid over there, and so I'm falling behind on it. You know, the the bigger podcasts I would listen to, like Conan O'Brien and WTF with Mark Marin, I can go through those and say, All right, so here's a celebrity I'd like to I'd like to listen to, and this one not so much. And so I can pick and choose with them. Can't really do that with Legends of the Old West or Infamous America or Voyage to the Stars. I'm getting way behind on that. I was really enjoying that because that's a that's a story. That's a fictional granted, it's it's scripted. Um, the story is written, the, the, you know, the framework, but then everything else is improvised, but still I'm way behind on it. And I was really enjoying that, but it's not like I can, when you're checking out audiobooks from the library through this, through Libby, or even through Hoopla, you've only got a certain amount of time before it's got to be returned. So it's not like I can listen to a few chapters and go, oh, a new podcast episodes up. I should listen to that. And then I'll get back to the book because you run out of time. book goes back. And if somebody else has it reserved, then you've got to wait till they're done listening to it. Oh, the trials of somebody who gets entertainment for free. Woe is me and my free entertainment. Well, I should be wrapping this up, getting in. Buddy of mines he and I are going to go out to lunch today. I have to you know, he says, hey, you want to go to lunch on Friday? And I say, sure, but we got to decide where we're going to go because then I have to sit down and look at my freaking Weight Watchers app. I got to plan it all out. I can't just go to lunch anymore. I got to figure out which place is the best place to go. Now, I didn't eat breakfast today. I'm, I'm, I've kind of decided that lunch, however many points I spend for lunch, is going to be my allotment for breakfast and lunch. And I haven't been doing good. I've been doing so good. All right, so... The, the holidays came upon us and I had three weeks where there weren't any meetings. So I just kind of, I kind of threw myself off the wagon. I didn't go full force. I wasn't just eating all kinds of crap, but I wasn't tracking and I wasn't really given that much of a crap. And so of the, I think almost 38 pounds I'd lost in total, I gained probably eight more of that back. And then as of Wednesday, I had I had lost almost four of that. Wednesday night is typically I go I weigh in, go to the meeting, and then we get some kind of fast food. Wednesday night's kind of my cheat night, and it used to be that I would go get pizza. And I told myself for a long after after a bit, I think a, a number of weeks ago, I said you can't have pizza anymore because you, you think about the fact that uh, well, a, a large chili from Wendy's is six points. A double stack, it's a a small double cheeseburger from Wendy's, is 12 to 13 points. One slice, one twelfth of a large pizza, pepperoni pizza from Casey's, is nine points. You got to eat at least three to four of those freaking things, nine points each. But Karen said, let's do pizza tonight. And I thought, you know what? I've been doing really good. I haven't had pizza in a while. I'm going to eat pizza tonight. Well... I weighed myself this morning and I gained almost four pounds. So now it's like, ah, crap. Now, granted, it wasn't just the pizza. I had some, I, I, you know, I didn't pay attention to the diet too much yesterday. So I'm back on it full force because I've been, I've been doing this for too long, this bouncing back and forth. I got down to about 38 pounds. Then I jumped up a few pounds and I get down. And I, but I haven't been at 38 full pounds lost in over a month. I'm just bouncing back and forth. I haven't gotten, I'd like to be able to say I lost 40 pounds. I'd like to be able to then say I've lost 50 pounds and so on and so forth. But I'm just kind of stuck. And it's because I keep deciding, ah, it's the holidays. I don't have to weigh in for three weeks. I can eat pie. But it's really, it's maddening when you, when you sit there and think, you just can't have this stuff anymore. You can't have the good stuff. And they'll tell you in the meetings and stuff, it's like, well, you can eat whatever you want. You just gotta be careful of your points. And that's true. I could eat four slices of pizza, but then I'm not gonna have much else the rest of the day. And that's not, that's not how I wanna spend my day, not eating anything but freaking pizza. And, you know, one meal basically. I'd get a meal and a half that day probably. And then they'll tell you, well, you know, sure, but there are alternatives. You can make different types of the sweet food, but different ways so that there are fewer points. And that's true, but it's, it's just not, it's not the same. And eventually the idea is, is that you do that and eventually you trick your body into thinking, well, this is what cake tastes like now. And as long as you never go back and eat real cake, your body is going to be okay with that. It's like turkey bacon versus real bacon. We spent a long time only eating turkey bacon and eventually my body just decided that this is what bacon tastes like now. Did I say taste or tastes? I don't remember. Tangent, sometimes I'll listen to an episode and I'll hear hear myself say a word and uh, I'll go, what? What's wrong with you? So I'll just say it totally wrong and and in the moment I have no idea, but that's as may be. So you spend all this time eating turkey bacon and your body just decides this is what bacon tastes like. And uh, then at some point, your parents say, hey, let's take you out to breakfast. Why don't you get your family? We'll meet you guys. We'll go have some breakfast. And you're looking at your Weight Watchers app and you're like, okay, what can I have for breakfast? And you're looking at their menu. And. Their bacon isn't that many points. It's not turkey bacon. It's real bacon. But if you have eggs and the eggs are free and you can get bacon and you really don't have any other choice unless you only want to eat fruit. And if your parents are buying you breakfast at a semi-nice restaurant, why only eat fruit? So have some freaking bacon because you can afford it point-wise. And then you eat that bacon and you're like, oh my God, what have I been missing this entire time? This is what bacon tastes like. And then it's hard to go back so you can trick your body into deciding that the brownies you made with black beans which is a thing i haven't tried it yet that's what brownies taste like now and your body will continue to think that until you eat real brownies again but it's it's an uphill climb to try to 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 get your body to that point to get your brain to that point where it believes that that's what stuff tastes like now and it's it really is a lot of work it is a lot of work. And there are many days that I just, I do. is it even worth it? Do I want to do this anymore? But I know the moment I stop, because I tell myself, well, you know, you've kind of figured out how to eat right. Kind of. You could probably quit this and just kind of keep eating the way you've been eating. And you probably still lose weight or at least kind of stay where you're at. You're not going to get back up there. You're, you're I mean, you, you still could stand to lose, you know, 60, 70 pounds, but... You could probably do it now without spending the money, but I know, I know the moment I stop, when I'm no longer tracking, I'm uh, yeah, that's not going to be a good idea. So, I'm going to go have a good lunch today, but it's going to try to be a low point lunch. I brought a lot of low point snacky stuff for the rest of the day, and we'll see. I really want to I really want to show a loss every week. And I showed a loss this week and then turned right around and gained most of it back within two days. And it's so much easier to gain it than it is to lose it, which is just freaking pisses me off. Pisses me off. Spend two weeks losing four pounds and then two days to gain it all back. That just pisses me off. So with that, with me being just pissed off, I'm going to end this episode. See you later, guys. Bye bye, Daddy. Good job.